information, interviews, debates, and discussion, plus an occasional rant with Bob Slider behind the board. This is the Watchdog Morning Show with Howard Monroe. Yes, it's a good day for singing a song, and it's a good day for moving along. Yes, it's a good day. How could anything be wrong? A good day from morning to night. Good morning, gang, and welcome to the big gig. It is a brand new day. It's a brand new week. It's a short week on the one hand, but it's a big week on another hand. It is Thanksgiving week, and we are then rapidly running down towards the uh, towards the holiday season. I mean, we're right in the midst of it now. 7, 10, 10 minutes after the hour here on the Watchdog Morning Show. 33 degrees, Wheeling, Ohio County Airport. 30 at the Highlands, 25 in Elm Grove, and 31 here at the Robinson Auto Group Studios, downtown Wheeling in the heart of the Ohio Valley. Partly sunny today, a high around 50, then rain over the next couple of days. Full forecast, Adam Fike. Coming in in just a bit. We're all set and ready to go. Bob Slider, you uh, set and ready for a brand new week? Well, I am. I'm, I, I wish it was Wednesday, but yeah, I, I'm, <laughs> I'm, I'm, I'm ready. I got the football blues, Howard. It was just, just, just rough. Uh, you know, all, all this uh, anticipation, all this excitement, and then it just, it just takes you right down, face first, right in the mud. Well, uh, Mountaineers won. What, uh, what else? Well, what, what, what okay. bummed you out? I mean, you... they beat Cincinnati. I'm a Steeler fan, Howard. True Blue, you know ah, that. Okay. Well, you want to jack me a little bit over there, Howard? <laughs> no, no, you want to try with a stick a little bit, I'm trying Howard? to ascertain where your, where your depression comes from. Well, so my, the Steelers. My depression is, uh, you know, anytime you lose to Cleveland, it's, it's a bad oh, day. Oh, that's it's, right. It's a they really, really Cleveland. bad yeah, day, yeah. no matter if it's on the Watchdog Network or not. It's just a horrible, horrible day. And then when there's so much at stake and when it really hits you, when you've known for a while, I mean, it's like if you, you just don't want to believe it, but it, it hits you the reality that your quarterback cannot play in this league. No matter what anybody wow. says, no matter how you want to fool yourself, your quarterback cannot play in this league. Just outclassed. He just, he, he just cannot play. He was beaten by the backup to the backup. And that should never happen. See, and that's exactly football, what I'm happened. I'm a football guy. That doesn't sound good. He was beaten by the backup <laughs> to, the, to backup. the backup. Yes, that Howard. That does not sound this good. This guy was a rookie. He had never started an NFL game before, and he outplayed Kenny Pickett. Mm. Any way you want to dice it up. And the really, really bad part of this, he ought to be benched. Really. He ought to be benched. And anybody says different is friggin' nuts. He ought to be benched. <laughs> And what's going to the the real sad reality of this? And I'm sorry, Howard. Maybe I'll feel better when I get this off my chest. The sad Let reality. Let it go. Buddy. Let it go. The sad reality is this is going to be a two year trickle down effect because the Steelers aren't nearly ready to give up yet uh, because of money. You know, when you when you when you lay out all that kind of money and you're looking at an embarrassment and the Steelers just don't do things a knee jerk reaction type of thing. But the reality is, Howard, he just can't play. But thanks for asking. Well, I, it's like lancing the boil. I figure, let's get Ooh, it out. Squeeze that boil, Howard. Do you, you feel a little? I mean, does it, you feel a little bit better? At least you said it out loud. A little bit, not a lot. So you're telling me that um, Kenny Pickett's with us for a while. Well, probably. I mean, contract-wise, again, you, you the Steelers. Some teams might have just already said, "Look, this isn't working." We'll see by their reaction, and everybody's going to say, ah, come on, geez, you're overreacting here. I am not, and we'll see if he's benched or not. If Mike Tomlin would announce today or tomorrow whenever his I'm, – I'm, I'm in shock. I, I don't even know what day his uh, press conference is. 
But if he would say, look, we're going to give Kenny a little bit of a, a breather here, a break. I'd feel a lot better. But I don't think that's going to happen. Well, if you were the coach, what would you do? Would you give – I would I, say, we're going to give Kenny a break a here. Break. But, I mean, you, he's because of finances, you can't just dump him right now, right? So well, you couldn't do it right now. But, you know, his contract will come back around. We're just going to give Kenny a break. They might even bring up the, the sore ribs, broken ribs. But that was three weeks ago. Okay, and I'm sure that is a factor. But everybody in the NFL is banged up has, now. Has injuries of some kind. Yeah. Absolutely. Just, he played horrible, Howard. Horrible. How do you play? Horrible. <laughs> well, I'm sorry that's starting you off on a, on a bad note. I, all I saw was the score. I didn't think about how it was going to affect you. I just uh... Think about this, Howard. If Jerry Seinfeld would have showed up Friday. Yes, sir. And he would have said, <laughs> hello, Wheelie. <laughs> <laughs> I just all doing out there and just, you know, mumbled or, you know, is this on? Is this working? And did that for an hour and a half. That's how I feel right now. It just, he just let everybody down. Well, I'm sorry to hear that. But I feel better, Howard. Good. That's, well, that's good. Uh, do you, I ask you this on Friday. Do you, do you wish now maybe you're down at, uh, you know, in the uh, deer camp uh, just getting away from all this now? Or I do. I do. I wish I wouldn't even have made an effort. And, and that wasn't the biggest factor, but that was a huge game. And I thought, okay, I don't want to listen to that on the radio driving back from deer camp. No, I'm just going to – that's another reason. And, yeah, and just get, take it easy. Yeah. Don't go down there. And it just – I wish I was anywhere but sitting in my living room watching that horrible game. How was it? Horrible. <laughs> <coughs> I had forgotten. I mean, I used to know about how deer season was a big deal in West Virginia until I saw some numbers from Chris Lawrence here uh, just yesterday. These will not surprise you at all, sir, but they, the numbers just get me. We have 228,000 licensed deer hunters in West Virginia, and then when you couple the those folks who are legally allowed to, to hunt without a license, uh, young kids, they're people on their own land and so on, 300,000 uh, deer hunters. In West it, it did surprise me a little bit. You know, listening to, to Chris uh, before we went on, Howard, it did a little bit. That's a big number. I mean, Half a million dollars economic impact. I, I've known for some time, and that's why – as a hunter, I was always selfish and, and, and kind of like kicking dirt a few times because they encourage everybody to come to our state and hunt, which, again, that number is huge, and it, it, it turns out for a lot of good things unless you're a hunter. You know, I hate to be – and then I see a guy, a guy from Pennsylvania. Oh, look, two trucks from Ohio. Wait a minute. That's selfish, I, never, I know. Wait a minute, I never thought about it. You mean they encourage people to come in from uh, – I'm picturing as people from no. Weirton and Elkins and, a lot, and a lot of that, no. But there, there's some folks come from out of state. Well, you get an, again, they get Other an states start. don't do it. Is, well, is that, I'm asking. I don't know. Well, it wouldn't be as appealing. I always bought my out-of-state for Pennsylvania because it was the week after West Virginia. But think about it. Ohio uh, and Pennsylvania gives you a week early, you know. Yeah. Kind of West Virginia and hunt, absolutely. Yeah. And I hated that. Two-week season, right? It is, and it wasn't so bad just gun season, but they also encourage all these folks to come in and bow hunt before the season. So, you know, a lot of your deer, yeah, come to Ogilvy <laughs> Park, stay a little bit, kill some deer. Um, I remember the days when, like, Marshall County schools used to actually close. Do they still do that? The whole state used to, except for me, and if you don't believe me, ask Frank Blake, because that was the, the <laughs> real problem that him and I would have, because I would take a whole week off. This week, he would not see me. And then I would take next Monday off, which would be the first day in Pennsylvania. So deer season cost me a lot of problems, Howard. 
But I remember, again, it's, it's outside my bailiwick, but I remember talking about how schools would close. Some businesses would say, "Yeah, you you know, we know we won't have any work in this way. Go go do, you know, go hunting." So Yeah, it was like the old days when uh, some businesses or uh, softball leagues would just say, "You know, we're not going to fight Jamboree in the Hills. We're going to shut down this weekend because guess what? Everybody's going to be at Jamboree in the Hills." So you might as well, you know, don't don't uh, can't can't beat them, join them, if right? If you're not going to Jamboree in the Hills, forget about it. Yeah, all right. Well, listen, just on a personal note, I'm glad you're here. Well, thank you, Howard. It's good to be here. Although, you know what would have been fun? What would have been fun? Do they have cell service down there? Sometimes. Some some places in the hall. Would have been fun to send you down there with remote equipment. On location? Live from from Deer Camp, huh? That could have been fun. If we're both here and alive next year. Maybe next year we'll do a (laughs) a remote. Next year we'll uh, we'll think about that. 717 here on the Watchdog Morning Show. What do we have coming up today? Senator Joe Manchin is about to embark on his quest to find the American middle, the common sense people of this country. I really don't quite know what he means. I'm going to try and figure it out. Manchin is joining us later on this morning. And I want to know what does he want to, with all this talk about running for president or third-party candidacy or seeking out the middle, but but he's still going to be a senator for a year. What's he want to do in that last year in office? He still has a year as a senator. What's he want to do? We'll talk to Senator Manchin about that uh, later on this morning. Bob, we've talked about this before in the governor's race. When Mac Warner announced he was in for governor, I thought he would be one of the major contenders. I just thought that Mac Warner was going to be, I'm not saying I endorse him, don't get me wrong, but my political analyst hat said uh, Mac Warner, a big player. But the money he's raised and the polls that have been out have shown that not to be true. Later on today, though, we're going to talk with a consultant. He's actually from the local area uh, who was with a pro-Warner super PAC who's got their own new poll out. And they say that Manche, that um, uh, Mac Warner is pretty close to the top. And Matt Parker will tell us why he thinks good shot of Mac Warner winning the GOP nomination. It's not making sense to me from what I've seen before, but he's got his thoughts behind this. And so we will talk to him about this. Once again, as Thanksgiving week kicks off, we'll give you a chance to win fixins for your feast by beating our turkey marksman. Former First Lady Rosalind Carter died at the age of 96, just days after entering hospice care. I mean, the world is strange, isn't it, Bob? Jimmy Carter entered hospice care, what, six, eight months ago? I lose track of time, but a good bit of time ago. Been battling brain cancer for years now. And we all sort of sighed when he went into hospice care. Expecting, and I think we even said on the air, well, be, we'll soon, soon we'll be talking about his death. Jimmy Carter is still in hospice care, but months afterwards, he's still alive and kicking. Rosalind Carter entered hospice care two days and died. Um, sad story. We'll talk a little bit about that coming up a little bit later on. The whole valley was jumping this weekend, despite the usual social media whiners. They've got me pissed off. I'll tell you about that uh, coming up later on this morning as well. So, whatever you have on your mind, you can join us, 304-214-1600, 304-214-1600, the uh, Frio Stack Auction Service text line or the Frio Stack Auction Service phone line, 304-214-1600 or 304-232-8255. Not going to get into this uh, today, but will probably later in the week. Had two interesting conversations this weekend, Bob. One with Denny Magruder. Okay who says that, uh, hey, buddy, I'm still in this. I've been pretty quiet, but I'm, I'm in this t- to win this. He's going to have an official 
grand opening or whatever the uh, announcement next week, not this week, but next week. And then he'll be in full campaign gear. That's what he says. He says he knows he's been quiet. He announced, and then he came on our show and talked about it. Uh, and then he's kind of pulled back, but he said, uh, he just said, don't worry. He said, I'm going to be in there. It's going to be a, I'm going to make a race out of this. And you actually talked to him? I did, yes. Did you get the feeling that any kind of uh, reservation thinking? No, uh, I'm going to tell you that. No, the complete opposite. Complete opposite. I, I, I got that old Denny Magruder. I'm going to win this. We're going to win this uh, kind of thing. So um, I told Denny I would do with him what I have done with each of the other two candidates after the official announcement, which I believe is next, either Wednesday or Thursday. Uh, he'll come on the show the next day, and we'll talk more about where he goes from there. And the, the other conversation I had, um, I, I didn't want to go into it because 90% was personal. Danny Jones, the mayor of Charleston, called me to talk about some, honest to goodness, to talk about the old days. He and I used to do some things together in the old days. He just called out of the blue yesterday and started reminiscing about, about the old days. But apparently, you know, he was on with Hoppy for a while. Yeah. yeah, and then he says, yeah, Hoppy's not calling me anymore. I, well, he was on every day. Yeah, he, he was, and I think... I think Hoppy got a little burnout. out, I maybe. think Danny expected him to be on every day, <laughs> well, too. I would have, too. Yeah, where's Danny? And then um, he's not on anymore. So uh, I said, well, you know what? We'd be happy to have you, right? I mean, Danny is... He's actually, I don't know what he is now. He, he was a Republican and a strong Republican when he was the mayor of Charleston. And, uh, but he was an eclectic Republican. He would often go against the grain of the Republican Party. Uh, and then he switched. I don't think he switched to Democrat, probably independent. I don't know. Anyway, I said, Mr. Mayor, we got room for you. Which, do, we have room for him, right? Yeah, we'll make some room. We'll make some room for him. At least for a little bit. You yeah, know. I mean, not every day. <laughs> <laughs> We're not going like Hoppy, I'll nah. tell you that. But, uh, it, but it was interesting. It was interesting. So I answered, it's, it's a phone call from Charleston. I don't quite recognize the number. I'm like, oh, what the heck? I'm going to grab the call. Howard Danny Jones and uh, we had uh, we had a good conversation, mainly reminiscing, mainly reminiscing about the days he and I both used to work with Ellen Ratner, uh, who now has dementia, which I think that really was the reason he called. So anyways, that was kind of fun. Seven twenty-two, twenty-two after the hour here, Watchdog Morning Show for a um, Monday. Thanksgiving is Thursday. I am trying to convince my wife Bob that there's not a lot of time to get things ready. And we've got a birthday party to squeeze in in between there. Teddy's cousin Ariana has her birthday this week. And we're going to throw a little party for her. And my wife is just, do, 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 do. Oh, everything will get done. And I'm telling her, honey, tick tock, tick tock. The time is running short. But all I know is I'm waiting for turkey. I'm waiting for turkey. That's, that's the only thing that I know. Uh, 7.23, 23 after the hour. Watchdog morning show underway for a Monday. Hi, it's Hoppy Kirchival, Talk Line on Metro News. The big story of the last couple of shows has been Joe Manchin's decision not to run for re-election, instead to go across the country and see if there's any interest in him running for president as a third party or independent candidate. Everyone says, well, Joe, are you running? Only thing I'm running for is to save this nation. Always on top of the big political stories in West Virginia. Talk Line, weekdays at 10.06, right here on this Metro News radio station. We'll talk to you then. One in three adults has pre-diabetes. One in three. That means it could be you, your football buddy, your football buddy, or you, your best man, your worst man, you, your dog walker, your cat jogger. While one in three adults has pre-diabetes, with early diagnosis, pre-diabetes can be reversed. Take the risk test at doihaveprediabetes.org. 
Brought to you by the Ad Council and its pre-diabetes awareness partners. Why? Just think about it. Why is the number one selling brand of chainsaws not sold at Lowe's or the Home Depot? We can give you over 10,000 reasons. That's how many authorized local steel dealers you can find across the country. Visit one and you'll find a range of dependable gas and battery powered tools from trimmers to blowers. And you'll find service from experienced professionals. Real steel. Find yours at steelusa.com. Lowe's and Home Depot are trademarks of their respective companies. Need a new suit? Looking for a good book? Searching for a unique gift? The Ohio Valley's premier shopping choice is the Highlands. Find jewelry, hot new tech, arts and crafts, over two dozen stores to visit. From Walmart and Target to Cabela's, Menards, Kohl's, and Old Navy. Plan a day out of shopping, dining, and entertainment at the Highlands. At the top of the hill off I-70. See it all online at hitthehighlands.com. He has his say. You can have yours. Text us or call us and join the conversation. This is the Watchdog Morning Show with Howard Monroe. Brought to you by WVU Medicine. The alarm clock tingling, ringing in my head. I woke up dog tired, beat down half dead. I mean, you get one alarm clock, right? Your alarm goes off and you get up. I don't. I haven't used an alarm clock in years. <clears throat> you just get up, your body says time to go? Unless I'm drinking. I can tell myself I need to get up at 4.30, and I wake up at 4.30. I was just thinking... Uh, I have seven alarms that go off in the morning <laughs> because I, I perpetually give myself ten more minutes, five more minutes. It's a routine, but I get have those. Listen, how was your ride into work this morning? It was good. I mean, I have no complaints. Uh, I let the car heat up before I started in this morning, so I'm, I thought I was dead. And how's that, Howard? <laughs> All right, I'm coming out of the tunnels. Now, okay. <clears throat> picture this, if you will. Everybody right. picture this. <clears throat> coming out of the Wheeling Tunnels. And there are essentially two lanes when you pull onto Main Street, right? There is the lane that turns left and goes on 10th Street, just a half block down from getting out of the tunnels. And there is the right-hand lane that goes straight through down Main Street. And I knew right away this wasn't right. So there's a giant truck. He's right beside me. It's hard to tell. I think it's a gas truck. It's not just a flatbed. It's a giant truck. I mean, I I, got to look way up there to see a huge truck sitting right beside me. You know, kind of rumbling beside me. And I'm thinking, this guy is not, does not know where he's going. So I'm in the right-hand lane. I'm going straight on Main Street. He's in the left-hand lane. And he decides he's going straight on Main Street. And the two of us are about to join the same lane together. And he's a lot bigger than I am. So you yielded, did you? Actually, I didn't. I decided to speed up. So you went in front of the truck. I went Did he honk at you, Howard? Did he give you the one finger, good morning, Howard? Yeah. As I drove by, he didn't look like a happy camper. Let me just put it that way. I think he, I think, and honestly, I think he was confused. I don't think he knew what was going on. And I get that. If you don't know, you don't know. But I got past that. That's, so that's much, that was my first brush with death on the way in here. And my second brush with death. Have you seen the giant hole right outside our building? Yeah, you might want to keep it on that tomorrow or later on this afternoon, Howard, because I think it's going to get, big, get bigger. And it is, at the moment at least, it's not cordoned off. It's just, it's a giant hole right there where you pull into our parking lot. Now, it is, it's not covering the lane into our parking lot, 
but it's right up to the lane of our parking lot. Are you saying, Howard, if I would maybe venture down to Water Street and I just uh, I just happen to fall in that hole, we, we might have a case? Is that I'm what you're I'm saying? Not, <laughs> I'm just telling you. It is a, and I came down and started to make the turn here into the parking lot. And it's like, oh my God, be careful. Now I was, and again, it doesn't, it's not actually in our parking lot entryway, but it is it's close to our parking lot. And it's not marked off. There's no barrels. There's no fencing of any kind. It's just right there. And I noticed last week, I was going to talk about this last week, there's another, well, there are a lot of big, these big holes downtown right now. There was one up uh, closer to um, uh, Stone and Thomas building. And I watched a guy walking past, and I'm thinking, for God, what if he went, I mean, fell in? You know, I mean, he's just walking right, and he's looking at it like, oh, a big hole there. What's going to? They got to mark those things better. I'm telling you, they do, Howard, and make sure you don't push it. Because remember, you've got two years left, Howard. That's true. I'm seventy, and seventy-three is the <laughs> is the is the age limit. Listen, uh, it was actually a really good. Um, night in Wheeling on Friday night, and really around the entire Ohio Valley all weekend long. But Friday night, now I was not here. I only have heard this, but I've heard it firsthand from people who were here. First place, Jerry Seinfeld sold out. It, I mean, not unexpected, but I know that to be. I saw several people on Facebook from out of town. Several Charleston folks were up here. People came in from all over the place to watch Jerry Seinfeld. My son and daughter-in-law went, and they said he did a tremendous act. They really enjoyed it, and they're hard to impress. So he must have right, been right on, you know, his old where he used to be. Um, and she said they said he seemed to enjoy being here. You know, you can tell sometimes when a performer is just here and going through the motions, or actually seems to be here. And they said he seemed to enjoy being here. Well, it's great for his material, Howard. How about that Market Street? Or have you went down Main lately? I mean, gee, he's got all kind of material here. So Seinfeld. where's Frank O'Brien? Have you talked to him lately? <laughs> Frank O'Brien. Yeah. So Seinfeld sold out, and that's great. And uh, uh, ahead of time, because my son and daughter came down, they went to Talkaholics on uh, Market Street, the Bridge Taf- uh, Bridge uh, Bridge Tavern, completely filled. After the show, everybody in town went down to Waterfront Hall. You know, I've been pushing Waterfront Hall. They said that place was jumping like no places jumped in years in downtown Wheeling. Everybody down there just hanging out, having a beer, having an Avenue Eats burger, uh, a place to go after the show, something we've been needing for a long time. Everybody uh, was down there. Wheeling Christmas Parade at the other end of town. Uh, I, I don't have a count. I watched the TV broadcast. It did not go down. It looked to me like it was not the biggest crowd they've ever had. Now, let's be honest about it because it was raining. But it was a good crowd. I didn't see a lot of gaping holes in the crowd or anything it looked like it was a, a pretty good uh, a pretty good crowd so i thought that was good the only thing is you know some people I saw some social media complaints why didn't they have a rain date why didn't they move this they could have done it the day after thanksgiving and i thought to myself for god's sake people it's rain it's not an earthquake it's rain first of all good news the rain seemed to lighten up a lot at parade time. It, heavy rain earlier, but it lightened up at parade time. But really, you know, it's just rain. It's just rain. Get an umbrella. The, 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 the performers know how to handle themselves in the rain. They, get, they have their rain gear out. Um, it was a good parade. It was a good parade, I thought. Nice. Didn't see any problems with the new route. 
Um, I have not heard. I'd like to hear how some of the um, restaurants down there did because I thought that's a, a key thing that, that the center market area would allow people to have, uh, you know, come down, have dinner, snacks, whatever. Hopefully Angel sold out of soup. I, I saw that, uh, you know, I saw her post several times that, you know, we're open tonight. Come on down. Come on down and have, uh, you know, have something from, from uh, the Hall of Fame Cafe. Um, so I, it's just, you know, it's exciting. I, it, my sense of it is I was not here, but I talked to several people who were. My sense of it is this was like old time wheeling and not just for a festival like the Italian festival. <coughs> this was Things were happening downtown. People were at all of the restaurants around town eating. People were down at Waterfront Hall hanging out, having a beer, talking to their friends. The parade was going on. People were uh, using up all the center market uh, locations. Um, it, it just it, The town was jumping. That, that makes me excited. Yeah, me too. And there's nothing you can do about the rain. And Mr. Bryson explained why you really can't get into that rain day because there's a, a slew of parades. It seems like uh, wheeling kind of kicks things off. Uh, you just got to go with the best. And I know it's terrible uh, to sit out there or to try mm -hmm. to march in that, I, I'm sure. But, hey, sometimes it happens. Um, Moundsville's Christmas Parade, and, and adds to the ambiance of the whole area, Moundsville Parade <laughs> was on Saturday. And St. Clairsville's light-up night was either Saturday or Sunday. I'm not sure which, but... So St. Clairsville was lighting up, uh, Moundsville, the Christmas parade, uh, just a just a, a big weekend. Um, Erica Storch, who at one time, of course, was president of the Chamber of Commerce, when people complained about this rain thing, she said, "Look, uh, a lot of the floats come from a company in Canton, Ohio. They purchase the floats; they got to get them back. They don't have them forever and ever. Amen." The Moundsville parade is the next day. St. Clairsville parade the following day, with the live broadcast airtime's a factor. A lot more goes into the parade than what you see, which is a, which is a good point. We hear a lot about it because we talk to Bill Bryson all the time. I think people think you just people just decide. I think I'll go down and line up and start to march. You know, there's a lot of work that goes into this. And if you'd have paid attention and you know dressed accordingly, maybe had some umbrellas, some ponchos, would it have been ideal? No, but it it could have been a hell of a lot worse. And again, I've been uh, at, at, when I was going down to the parade. I've been in a lot worse weather downtown for the Christmas parade. For God's sakes, people, it is just rain. One more thing over the weekend. Big success. You know what that was, Bob? What was that, Howard? The uh, Good Bishop's uh, Thanksgiving giveaway. Well, that's uh, tremendous news there. Congratulations, Bishop, Bishop Cummings. 543 people helped <laughs> at uh, his uh, Dream Center over the weekend, going through, picking out the food, the clothes, all that kind of good stuff. 543 people. Hey. If you think he's resting today, I I, I doubt it. Uh, you know, Thanksgiving's this week, so I'm sure he's uh, he's putting something else together. But congratulations, exactly Bishop. right. But uh, another big success for the bishop as well. And um, I, I mentioned when he was here with us, what I enjoy watching uh, the day of the event. He does a Facebook walkthrough where he walks through the Dream Center and shows it's all there. It is staggering how much stuff he gets for everybody. It's it, it, it is amazing, pretty much. And, and when he told that story about the the, the little I can't remember if it was a little boy or a little girl. I think it was a little boy. And, and he said, "Look, yeah, go ahead. It's, pick whatever you want. I whatever can get you what want. I want." And it, you know, if you just have one kid like that, it makes it. But you know, there was dozens, I'm sure. So yeah, absolutely so, great. Again, congratulations to Bishop Cummings. Every single thing he does, he does it does, does it he does. well. He does. He does mess around. And uh, and this turned out to be a good. Five hundred forty-three people, he said, were helped by that. Let me ask you real quick before we take a break. Were you able to watch that documentary we were talking about, JFK? I did not. I, I did. Uh, I, I think I'm up to uh, 
episode three, Howard. You got to watch it. And this is on. Well, it's it's kind of like I think it's Paramount, but they're all together. So if you yeah. have Hulu or Disney, I think you can watch it too. What what this is based on? There's a handful of survivors that were witnesses. There, there's only just a few. Clint Hill is one. What's what? Sixty years. Sixty. Yes. And uh, just really, really good stuff. So if you get a chance to to get into that, Howard, uh, before the anniversary, which is uh, which Wednesday. is Wednesday, yeah, it's 60 years, and we still don't know. But these doctors are coming forward now, Howard. Out of the, the survivors, the majority of them are these doctors that were there at Park at the at, hospital at hospital, and and a couple of them said we were physically threatened. Don't you dare say anything about a bullet coming from the front. All these shots came from the back, and they are testifying now that Kennedy was shot from the back, and he was shot from the front. You said the back, and I was saying, wait, that's not in no, the back, back and the front, and the, and front. the front. No, no doubt about. It. They said, look, all our experiences in the ER treating gunshot wounds, we knew immediately. We knew immediately, and they tried. That's where the cover up began, right there. For obvious reasons, the 60th anniversary. There are several. Uh, shows on streaming services about Kennedy. I will have to find them. I'll tell you what I did do. has nothing to do with the Kennedy thing itself. I spent Saturday trying to figure out what I am paying for in streaming services. <laughs> How's that going, Howard? Well, it's hard because you hit a nail on the head because, you know, once upon a time, I subscribed to Hulu as an example. That's one specific example. But now it's Hulu plus Showtime plus Disney. But then... I'm still subscribing to Showtime, so am I? Am I? Am I double paying? You know, since they merged, I we I, did for a year and a half. My son had Max; he was still he was still at home there. He had Max, and we were paying for HBO, so they were double dip. You, you think they would say, "Hey, look, uh, <laughs> nice folks there on Overbrook <laughs> Avenue, you're paying for HBO twice." You no. probably should just do one of those yeah, things. Yeah, you don't need that twice, do you? I had I spent all day Saturday, seriously, all day Saturday, trying to figure all of this out. And let me tell you. I still haven't got it figured out. I'm getting closer. All right, 7.38.22 till the hour on the Watchdog Morning Show. Don't forget your chance to win your Thanksgiving fixings coming up with our uh, annual turkey shoot. We'll be giving you a chance to uh, challenge the marksmen, see how well you do against them. That's coming up just a tad, brought to you by Lucky Duck and by uh, AAA uh, Bail Bondsman. But uh, right now, let's go over to the news desk of WTRF-TV, and we check in with Taylor Long. Good Monday morning, everyone. I'm Taylor Long with your 7 News headlines on this November the 20th. The scene is cleared this morning at Jupiter Aluminum following a fire on the roof Sunday night. Beach Bottom Fire Chief Greg Shepard says crews were notified after flames were seen coming through a pipe. He says the situation was under control as of 8.30 p.m. No injuries were reported and all plant staff were evacuated. And one local VFW held a fundraiser yesterday to honor and remember the men and women who paid the ultimate sacrifice for our country. VFW Post 4442 of Elm Grove hosted a poppy day at Cabela's. The Buddy Poppy is a symbol that people carry to honor and remember the many veterans in our country who gave their lives to keep our country free. Members of the VFW handed out Buddy Poppies to those coming into the store and were also accepting donations. All money raised at the event goes towards assisting veterans who are in need. 
And winter in the Ohio Valley is a tough scene for food trucks. Swamp Treats, a local food truck business in Belmont County, normally closes for the season because of the cold weather, because it's too challenging. But this year, they're able to stay open because they're renting commercial kitchen space in Bel Air and from around the world gourmet. Swamp Treat specializes in Cajun food like gumbo, jambalaya, shrimp and corn soup and smothered cabbage. The availability of this kitchen means a lot to the business and customers. On Saturday, the Wilson family officially opened the Ashley Home Store at the Highlands just one year after their building in Bridgeport tragically burned down. The store features over 1,000 pieces of Ashley Home Store products, ranging from office furniture to couches and sectionals to kitchenette dinettes. Owner Jason Wilson says that he's grateful for the opportunity to continue his family business in the Ohio Valley. That was a look at your headlines. Have a marvelous Monday, everyone. I'm Taylor Long, working for you. If you or a loved one have been seriously injured by someone else's negligence before you choose an attorney, remember, the right attorney can make a difference. Ask your friends, your family, your neighbors about Gold Quarry and Torak, the law firm with a track record of handling tough cases. Combining over 100 years of legal experience, Gold Quarry and Torak offers their expert service in the tri-state area of Ohio, West Virginia, and Pennsylvania. Wondering if you can afford an attorney? The answer is yes, because Gold Quarry and Torak are only paid after they win your case. So these are a few of the reasons why thousands of people in our Ohio Valley put their trust in the hands of Gold, Corey, and Torak. Now you head on over to GKT.com, schedule a free consultation, or contact someone 24 hours a day using their live chat agent. The right attorney can make a difference. Gold, Corey, and Torak. Most of us are faced with uncertainty every day. Your job your finances, sporting events, schooling for your children, and so much more. With so much uncertainty surrounding you, there is one auto dealership that you can be certain about, and that's Doan Ford. You can be certain that you always get a great deal and the best service afterwards. Being in business for over 50 years has given Doan Ford the reputation of being a strong, reliable dealership. Be certain, choose Doan Ford. Online at DoanFord.com. I'm not buying till I check Ford. Live and local. Every weekday. With 10,000 watts of total power. On WKKX and WVLY. This is the Watchdog Morning Show with Howard Monroe. Dominic Monday. Playing the piano over there? See Mr. Slider. He's playing still, something. He's done the <laughs> you know, we do a lot of these uh, the same Monday morning songs on Monday. This, I think, maybe is my favorite because I just I love the jazz. I love that, that bluesy jazz sound. I do. Uh, 17 to the hour here. It's the Watchdog Morning Show. Temperature has dropped just a degree, one degree right across the board. 32 now at the airport, 29 at the Highlands, 25 in Elm Grove, and 30 here at the Robinson Autograph Studios downtown Wheeling in the heart of the Ohio Valley. So I guess that's normal, though, Adam Feichreich. When the sun comes up, the temperature usually drops a little bit until it stabilizes. Normally it's that, what, 6 to 8 a.m. time frame, normally when we can expect our temperature to start to drop until, like you said, the sun actually starts warming us up. So, I mean, yeah, it's another chilly, frosty start to the morning, which overall shouldn't be too bad. 
because it's going to turn out to be a acceptable day. We're going to be 50-ish or so. Am I right about that? It's one of those more regional ones today. So north of I-70, you'll likely be in the 40s. <clears throat> south of I-70, you'll be in the 50s, that sort of day. We're sort of split up to find by our highways. Sunny? Unfortunately, no. no. Luckily, we're starting the morning with some sunshine, but we likely will watch clouds slowly build up through the day. Uh, no rain today, but maybe coming in tonight or tomorrow. Is that right? Yep. No rain today, which is the good news. We'll just unfortunately watch those rain showers quickly start to roll in tomorrow. So most of that, unfortunately, starts during the morning commute. So 4 to 6 a.m., we'll see showers start to roll in, but a lot of that should be light. Between 7 and 9, we'll start to watch some pretty heavy showers start to kick in. So don't be surprised by some heavy downpours. But by lunchtime, though, the heavy's out of the area. It becomes a little bit more scattered. And by dinner time, a lot of the activity starting to wrap up. Does it stick with us into uh, Wednesday, Thanksgiving Eve, or does it go away by Wednesday? Wednesday's one of those. It's a stray shower in the morning, but a lot of that is up until basically sunrise. But most of Wednesday, I would say 90% of the day. So after 8 a.m., we stay dry, but we unfortunately stay cloudy. And for the next couple of days, we'll be where? 40, in the 40s somewhere? Most, it's going to be that, I would say 50-ish. So okay. the next couple of days, we're going to max out for the rest of the week, somewhere between 48 and 52, okay. which is where we should be for the time of the year. So, yes, it's a little cold, but it's not going to be, we're not going to be that well above average, or we're not going to be well below average. So it at least should be tolerable. Well, those are the run-up days, but now let's talk about the big day, Turkey Day, Thanksgiving Day, Thursday, um, for our uh, turkey feast or whatever it is you're going to eat. What uh, what do we have to look forward to weather-wise? It's going to be a reasonably good day, right? Actually, I think Thursday is going to be our best day this week. We That's when we see the most sunshine. That's when we're going to see our warmest temperature. So overall, really shouldn't be bad for Thanksgiving. It's just... Leading up to Thanksgiving, we could see some rain showers that could disrupt pre-Thanksgiving travel, but shouldn't have any issues post-Thanksgiving travel. Post-Thanksgiving travel, we'll see clouds? Yep, just clouds. Friday, Saturday, both of those days, you might see a stray shower, but most of us stay dry. So I wouldn't count on seeing rain Friday or Saturday, but expect to see clouds. Now, Adam, I trust uh, the Storm Tracker 7 team, you and Zach and the gang, so, but I also check out a variety of other forecasts, National Weather Service and uh, AccuWeather and so on. I saw the snow word in somebody's forecast for an overnight uh, in the overnight one night this week. Do we have snow coming at all? I'm going to go ahead and assume you're probably using AccuWeather, but I tend to... I, tr I truly don't know. I know that in reading one of them it said snow. I tend to change the beginning of AccuWeather to more crappy weather because they're not very good. <laughs> All righty then. Zing. I'm, I have to be honest, Howard. I've been better forecasting AccuWeather since I was in elementary school. So that's just my pet peeve for the day. I don't like AccuWeather because they're not accurate, even though it's in the name. Okay. They should be super long. All right. So what no, you're saying is no, that you, don't, you like, don't see any snow anywhere coming. No. Last week, I, I was talking about a potential we could see flurries or a brief snow shower, but it all depended on the track of the storm. If the storm went too far, then we're going to see on Tuesday. Okay. If that storm track was a little too far east, more coastal, we're just going to see all rain. And that's exactly what's happening. 
Last week, models were shown, oh, it's going to go up into Michigan and Ontario. No, it's going to go up the East Coast, so we're not going to have to deal with snow, luckily. Okay. So uh, today, an acceptable day. Not the world's best, but acceptable day today. A couple of rainy days possible. Thanksgiving Day, good day, nice day. Clouds after that going into the weekend. Does that kind of sum it up? And no snow. (laughs) And no snow unless things go weird. Okay. All right. All right. Well, I said I trust you guys. I just, you know how it is. I I like to, I see things. They pop up on my social media. And I truly don't know who's what. I know there's AccuWeather, National Weather Service. Uh, There's some other private services that pop up on my my screen. And I know somewhere along the way I saw the word snow. And I thought I better check with you because I trust you. (laughs) You Don't don't disappoint me now because I trust you. All right, sir. Appreciate it. Um, are you working all week? I'm working all week. Oh. Well, I'm sorry to hear that. Howard, I'm, I'm a nice person. I like, for example, I didn't want to make I didn't want to make Tyler come in and be like, "Oh, make him work Thanksgiving." He has a family. The, I would rather work and give him the time off and stuff like that. that I is, would honestly, I don't mind working. My family's having Thanksgiving on Friday, so it doesn't matter. That's actually what well, you are. You're a good man. What a team player. You're a team player, and you care about your teammates and their families, and that's and that's good. We, of course, won't be here on uh, on Thursday nah, or Friday. Don't, so, don't, uh, call, don't call in. Don't, don't call Thursday or Friday. But, uh, you know, if I'm up, and I may not be at this time, uh, I'll think about you, <laughs> but not a whole lot. We'll be watching you on TV. <laughs> there you go. There you go. Adam, appreciate it as always, my friend. We'll talk to you tomorrow. Thanks a lot. Talk to them. Thank you. 32 at the airport, uh, 29 at the Highlands, 25 in Elm Grove, and 30 here at the Robinson Otter Group Studios downtown Wheeling in the heart of the Ohio Valley. It really is nice. You know, I over the years, I've known people in the broadcasting business who say just what he said. Look, I don't have a family. I'll work on Christmas. Or I don't have a family. I'll work on such and such a day. You stay home. The last time I was around that is when the casino was really doing well and the poker room was really, really busy and it was hard to get a day off, especially uh, holidays, because they stayed open. This is way before Pennsylvania or Ohio got table games. And the younger (laughs) dealers would do that, Howard. You know, they didn't have a family. They didn't have kids. And they kind of like handled the workload. And and that was really cool. When that happens, and, you know, it doesn't happen a lot, but we know our boy Adam. Boy, he's very, very respectful of his elders. Yeah. And he is a team player. He is. He's a real team player. And he doesn't like AccuWeather. No, he hates those guys. <laughs> I thought that was funny. Don't like AccuWeather. What do you say? I call them crappy weathers. <laughs> I'll see weather. In fact, you know what? I got to write that down. That could go on the highlights of the week. <laughs> we got to work on quick on short highlights. Short week, yeah. It's a short week. We need some short highlights uh, before uh, before Wednesday. Seven fifty one nine before the hour on the Watchdog Morning Show. A highlight of the day every day is slider on sports, and that's coming up. Folks across the Midwest are rushing to Menards to save big money before the 11% sale ends on Thanksgiving Day. Now that I think about it, my recording studio does need an upgrade. I gotta hurry up and finish this read. Hurry to Menards before the 11% off sale ends. Stores close Thanksgiving, but 11% off remains in effect on Menards.com. Savings are mail-in rebate. Some exclusions apply. See store for details. Honey, I'm heading to Menards. Save big money at Menards. A serious injury from an accident can be just the start of your worries. What if you cannot return to work? How do you take care of your family if you're disabled? At Gellner Law Offices, we represent seriously injured people and understand their problem. We know how to get your fair compensation. We will work hard to make sure you get the money you deserve for your losses. Don't go it alone. If you're hurt in an accident, call us at 304-242-2900 or visit us at gellnerlaw.com. 
we'd like to help. We know you work hard every day. How about a change of pace in your normal routine? Let Jill's Gentlemen's Club take you away from the reality of the real world for a few hours. Stop by after work or on the weekend and let the gorgeous dancers at Jill's strip away your troubles and worries. There's no better way to relax than sipping on a cold beverage while enjoying the stage show of one of the many house dancers at Jill's. And Jill's is the perfect place for that bachelor or divorce party. For a great read, check out Jill's blogs on jillsatclassact.com. Like us on Facebook, too, located off I-70, exit 11, Dallas Pike. Ohio Valley Regional Transportation Authority and the Eastern Ohio Regional Transit Authority remind listeners, in times of war and peace, the men and women of our military dedicate themselves to serving our country. Their commitment, patriotism, sacrifice, and courage keep our country safe and strong. Let us honor those who have lost their lives in the line of duty and salute those who serve today. A message from Ohio Valley Regional Transportation Authority and the Eastern Ohio Regional Transit Authority. Serving member communities on both sides of the Ohio River. Spend your summer mornings with us. News, information, conversation, controversy, and fun. The Watchdog Morning Show with Howard Monroe. Brought to you by WVU Medicine. Talking to myself and feeling old. Sometimes I'd like to quit. Nothing ever seems to fit. to do but frown rainy days and mondays always get me down i've been on a carpenter's jag lately i don't know i love them uh, during the 70s i played i have again all of their albums and when i say i have their albums i mean i have their albums the vinyl uh, at home um i always loved them but i don't know why i've been on a jag with them i think maybe because i listen to 70s on seven on my sirius xm i think they're playing a lot of the carpenters so I do loves me uh, some some carpenters music. Six before the hour here on the Watchdog Morning Show. Temperature right around freezing, uh, a little above, a little below, but basically right around freezing everywhere. Uh, a couple of items coming in on the Frio Stack Auction Service text line, 304-214-1600. I'll share those with you in a bit. But first of all, let's go to Slider on sports. Thank you, Howard. Yesterday in the NFL, week number 11. From Cleveland, Ohio, rookie quarterback Dorian Thompson-Robinson, the backup to the backup, don't get me going here, (laughs) with only one minute and 18 seconds left in the game, completed four consecutive passes, moving the ball to the Steeler 26-yard line, where the Browns kicker Dustin Hopkins kicked a 34-yard field goal with just two two seconds left in the game, giving Cleveland... A 13-10 to 10 win over the Pittsburgh Steelers. The Steelers' offense was just horrible again. I'm sorry, how was this? Horrible, <laughs> Howard. Horrible. Pittsburgh quarterback Kenny Pickett was terrible. 15 of 28, 106 yards, and a 62.5 passer rating. He absolutely stinks and was outplayed by the backup to the backup. Only Steeler big play on offense was a Jalen Warner 74-yard touchdown run. The Steelers dropped to 6-4. and four. The Browns improved to 7-3. and three. The Cowboys had no trouble at all with the Carolina Panthers, winning 33-10. to 10. Dak Prescott, big game for Dallas, 189 yards and two touchdown passes. Detroit comes back against Chicago. The Lions win 31-26 to 26 over the Bears. Green Bay, 23. The L.A. Chargers, 20. Jordan Love, a big game, 322 yards, two touchdown passes for the Packers was the Houston Texans 21, the Arizona Cardinals 16, C.J. Stroud 336 yards, two touchdown passes. The Jacksonville Jaguars get back on the winning track. They hammer the Tennessee Titans 
34 to 14. The Miami Dolphins, they end the Las Vegas Raiders two-game winning streak. They win 20 to 13, and it was the New York Giants over the Washington Commanders, 31 to 19. Brock Purdy, who was drafted after Kenny Pickett, threw for <laughs> 333 yards, three touchdown passes. He leads San Francisco over Tampa Bay. 49ers 27, Buccaneers 14, Buffalo crushes the New York Jets 32-6, to and the L.A. Rams squeak by Seattle Seahawks and Geno Smith 17-16 to and the late game. Another close one, the Denver Broncos over the Minnesota Vikings 21-20. to Tonight, Monday Night Football, the Philadelphia Eagles and the Kansas City Chiefs from Arrowhead Stadium in Kansas City. The Chiefs are two-and-a-half-point favorites. Last night from PPG Arena in Pittsburgh, the Penguins shut out the Vegas Golden Knights 3-0. to zip. Sidney Crosby's point streak ends at 11 games. And WVU men's basketball tonight on the Watchdog Network. The Mountaineers take on SMU. Tip-off, 8 30. Slatter on Sports Time, 757. 7.57 here on the Watchdog Morning Show for a Monday. Frio Stack, auction service, text line, a couple of texts here. You know, uh, we had uh, lunch uh, yesterday, Nancy and I did, at uh, Cracker Barrel, and one of my favorite places anymore, and we were talking to a couple of the waitresses. They said that, uh, which I guess I could have guessed, Thanksgiving Day is the biggest day of the year for them. No, see, I would have thought they had to close down. That's what. Who the hell goes out to eat on Thanksgiving? Apparently, a lot of people. Everybody. She, up here, she said Thanksgiving Day is the biggest day of the year at Cracker Barrel. Uh, people, I guess, who don't want to cook or, you know, are alone or just have a couple of, you know, I don't know. So they they go to Cracker Barrel. You know, I guess that surprises me a little bit. But every time I go to Cracker Barrel, you know what I get, Howard. I get turkey. So every so day is like Thanksgiving for me when I go to Cracker Barrel. Yesterday, they're special with Southern Fried Turkey, but I get the same thing all the time when I go to Cracker Barrel. I get uh, grilled catfish, dumplings, and hash brown casserole. I, I could just have it on a card and hand it to them. That's the same thing I get all the time. But um, anyways, I thought it was interesting. She said that, because uh, I'm like you, I said, oh, I guess you'll have Thursday off. She said, oh, no, no. She said, well, everybody will be working Thursday. It's the busiest day of the year at Cracker Barrel. Off the Frio Stack auction service text line, Howard, uh, you can eat at Red Lobster on Thanksgiving because they're open too. Nothing like lobster for Thanksgiving. Well, that's not what I think of. But mind you, if that was my option, I'd eat a lot of it. So <laughs> got that. And let's see what else is here on the Frio Stack auction service text line, 304-214-1600. Um, do you need a turntable? No, I have a turntable. I have a turntable in my living room. Play it we, so we can play albums right there. All right, coming up next hour, another chance for you to win a uh, turkey or some of the fixins at least. If you can beat the marksman in our turkey shoot, that'll be coming up. Uh, we're going to be talking to Matt Parker, who is with a super PAC supporting Mac Warner. He says Mac could win the governor's race. That doesn't seem what everybody else is saying, but we're going to talk about that. And Joe Manchin coming in later on this morning as well. So we've got all of this coming up here on the Watchdog Morning Show. Your calls, your texts, slider in my comments. Much to do over the next couple of hours as we move through our swinging soiree. WKKX Wheeling.